show you. I'm gonna show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome. Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. What's up, Happy Lifers? Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. We are here. Wait. Hold on, hold on. This just in. We have to interrupt this originally scheduled podcast. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. It's Labor Day. Yeah, it's Labor Day. I'm not the most organized person in the world. And for those of you listeners out there that know me more than just from the podcast, and some of you that do listen to the podcast have probably figured it out by now, but, but you're probably smiling or even laughing at the, when I say I'm not a very organized person. If I was an organized person, I would have realized that this podcast coming up was going to be on Labor Day. See, I already have a podcast put together for today. I already have a podcast put together for, um, for this day, but then it dawned on me, wait a minute. It's Labor Day this Monday, and I always put podcasts out on Monday. There's a reason I do that. I like to put the podcast out early on Monday morning so people that subscribe or – it doesn't always get on Facebook right away, but all subscribers get it sent to your email right away. Well, then you can listen to it on your way to work. I think it's the best way to start off the week is with something happy, and um, I think it kind of gets our mind in the right gear. And so this Monday, I already have it edited, you know, recorded the whole deal. I'm actually ahead of the game. And then all of a sudden, Don, I mean, wait a minute, it's Labor Day. I should do something. But I thought, I don't know what to do. And I, so I just been racking my brain today, just trying to think if I did a Labor Day podcast, um, what would I talk about? Because I don't want it to just get on and just talk. I want it to mean something. I want it to have something cool to it or something inspirational or something funny to it. So not a problem. We have the World Wide Web, right? We have the internet out there. So I went on the internet and started looking up funny Labor Day stories. I mean, there was nothing. I looked up funny quotes, funny memes. You know what? <laughs> Either there's certain certain pages that are hogging all the space up, up at the top of the page when you search for Labor Day funny and you have to search down pages to get to anything. But I, I did a lot of searching. I found nothing that funny, nothing that original, really. And I'm sure it's out there, but I couldn't find it. I just started thinking, what in the world? So I asked my youngest, I said, man, I want to do a, a Labor Day podcast, but I, I, I don't know what I should do it on. And um, and all of a sudden he says, well, what is Labor Day? <laughs> well, when your mom had you... No, we're not talking that kind of labor. I said, Labor Day is just a day where we celebrate, you know, people going to work. He said, so they celebrate people going to work by, and I knew where he was going before he even finished it, you know, yes, son, by asking people not to go to work, you know. And I thought, wait a minute, 
that's it. We celebrate the worker. Where would America be without the American worker, the hard worker, the those that take their jobs seriously and work hard even when they don't want to be there? We're, we're celebrating the American worker, and 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 where we would be without them. Um, I, I don't even want to think about it. So, woohoo! Good job, worker. But it's just so funny and ironic to me. You know, you've probably all heard this and thought about yourself, but we we celebrate the American worker by asking them not to go to work. Let me get to the point here. So we celebrate those that labor for our country, for, for where we'd be today by asking them not to labor. We celebrate the American worker by asking them not to go to work. And immediately I just felt like I knew what God wanted me to tell you. We give ourselves a break on Labor Day. We give ourselves a break the whole weekend. My my son and I, I, I took him to the skate park tonight, and we went to uh, 7-Eleven afterwards, and this guy comes in behind me, and he's got all this stuff, all these snacks and treats and drinks and stuff, and he's like, woo, four-day weekend, yeah, and he was just getting ready to, you know, um, <laughs> to celebrate the weekend, and, and we, a lot of a lot of stuff we read about, uh, about um, Labor Day is people just kind of going, just partying, man, I mean, on the one hand, you got those that that uh, you know grilling hot dogs and burgers and having friends over and family over. And on the other hand, you got some people that do absolutely nothing at all, and we we try to sleep in if we can. And and uh, and then you got some people that love the party and they drink too much, they eat too much, they sleep too much. But we it's okay because it's Labor Day weekend. We give ourselves a break. So what about you? When's the last time you celebrated you? I mean, I think we have to have holidays. Holidays actually comes from uh, holy days. You know, even God in the Bible, he, he told his people, there are going to be certain times of year you're going to celebrate. You're going to party. You're going to party hard. I mean, when you tell them, I mean, it all sounds boring, like the Feast of Weeks and the, the Feast of, you know, the Passover. And, but it's called a feast. Sometimes we, we read the Bible through these weird eyes these weird goggles we we read them through and we don't think about being real people but it was a feast it was a party it was i i just don't i just don't see god the way a lot of people see god but i i, I want to share how i see him because i think that god gets a bad rap i mean i think a lot of people think god is up in heaven he's some grandpa with alzheimer's he, he they doesn't remember anything you know oh yeah i need to take care of that for you oh yeah they've been calling out to me or he's some mean Catholic teacher that whacks you on the hand with a ruler, right? Or he's he's a guy a million miles away in this place called heaven that that doesn't even know that we exist except when we get in trouble and he's got a big book and he keeps a list of all the things we do wrong and he's got a big stick to hit us over the head with and he loves to use guilt and that's just not the Jesus I serve. That's just not the God that I know. I see him in a little bit different way and I I think a lot of people just see God as this formal God, when we talk to him, we always have to fold our hands and bow our heads and close our eyes. And I think God wants to be our friend. Jesus told his disciples in John fifteen fifteen, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends because he's saying, I want to hang out. That's why he made us in his image. He, he, God is, he made us in his image and God is so much bigger than we are, but he's not some mean guy ready for you to make a mistake so that he can send you to hell. He's a, he's a loving God and, and he's a playful God. And he, he likes to pull jokes and, and have fun and pull my finger and boy, 
and then thunder happens. I am offended on so many different levels. I mean, there's a lot of people listening to this will probably shut it off right there. They they don't want to think about God because they want to see God as this formal guy that's always serious and, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I, I know God got his serious side to him, obviously, because we all do, right? And there's a lot of parts about the world and about life that are serious. But, man, God, the Bible says that when you're in God's presence, there is fullness of happy. There's a Bible word we like to use called joy and and we, we think that's different than happy, but joy and happy, it's the same thing. You can't be joyful and not be happy. You can't be happy and not be joyful. Um, I think there are things that are serious about God, but there's also things that he loves. And uh, I want to tell you a story about uh, that goes right along with, why don't you cut yourself some slack? Why don't you give yourself a break? Why don't you celebrate yourself by not doing anything? We celebrate the American worker by asking him not to go to work. So celebrate yourself just for being yourself, just for being you. We often, to celebrate means we have to do something. We have to achieve something. We have to get a raise and then we'll celebrate ourselves. We, we get married and we celebrate. We, we, we uh, you know, get a promotion or, or, or something cool happens or we, we get a hole in one or, or you know, we score a touchdown or, or we find a good sale on something and we, and we celebrate these things. We celebrate when we, when we do something, right? But we're asking like this holiday to celebrate the worker by not working. Celebrate you by not doing anything. Just celebrate you for who you are. Celebrate you in your strengths and in your weaknesses. I know I told you I think I see God in a different way than a lot of people see God. And one time I felt like God told me, he said, Steve, I like your weaknesses just as much as I like your strengths. I was like, what? Think about it. God made us. And he made us with weaknesses. You know why? Because we need him to help us. He made us so that we would need each other. If I don't have weaknesses, I don't need anybody else. I'm not going to go to anybody else. I'm going to be my own person. I don't think that was, was God's plan ever. So celebrate you for just being you. Cut yourself some slack. Man, on Labor Day, we cut ourselves some slack. We can sleep in as long as we want. We can sleep in all day and then take naps all night, right? Or sleep in all night and take naps all day. There you go. Watch football or watch shows or Netflix binge, and we don't feel guilty about it because it's Labor Day weekend. In the same way, we should be able to celebrate ourselves and not feel guilty about not doing anything, but just celebrating us for who we are. Okay, I want to tell you the story about the summer. I spent... Six over six weeks this summer, and all but one week was at a place called Camp Daniel. You've heard me talk about it before. It's a camp for people with disabilities. And the very first night that I'm speaking, I just felt like resistance with everything I said. I couldn't figure out where I wanted to go speaking-wise. I, I felt like if you're a speaker, if you've ever spoken in front of people before, this will probably make sense to you. If, if you don't like speaking in front of people, um, this might not make sense to you. But I felt like I was like one of those strongman competitions. I felt like my speaking was like pulling a freight train with this rope uphill. I mean, that's what it felt like. Every time I'd start to find a flow, I'd start to find the groove, I'd start to go somewhere. There's this guy, this camper, his name was Barry, right in the front row. And Barry would go, be you, be you. And he would just, he was like, he was yelling at me. And I thought, man, why is this guy doing this? And I have to admit, there's a part of me. I mean, he would do this not just once. He would do it every couple minutes. Be you. In fact, every time I finally figured out where I wanted to go next, 
what sentence to hit next, what illustration to go. He would cut me off by saying, be you. And I, I would lose my spot and I would just get so frustrated. By the end of the night, man, I just went to my room and I just, I just crashed, man. I was like, I was in a bad mood. I was like, I, and, and you know, I know that that there was a part of me that wanted to just say, you know, just go over there and, and tell him to, you know, would you please be quiet? I'm trying to speak, but I'm not going to do that because you know why? Because Barry's voice is an important voice. And Barry can't speak a lot of words, but he can say, be you. And I don't want to shut him up because my voice is more important. So I just kept letting him go. But I was wishing that his counselor would have said something and he didn't. It was just so frustrating. Well, six weeks went by. And now all the campers have left. The camps are done. And there was about 20 young people and, and a few adults that had helped run the camp that were there all summer long. We're sitting around the fireplace that night. And the next day, we're all going to head our own ways again. And we're all kind of sad because we're just really loving, you know, camp and everything that happened there. As we're sitting around that fire pit, I'm telling you, I told you I see God in a little bit different way. Here's one of the ways I see God. I felt like God snuggled up right again next to me around the fire pit. And he had this smirk on his face. I'm just telling you how I feel God is to me. And he said, by the way, Steve, that wasn't Barry at the beginning of the, of the summer. That was me. In other words, well, so after that first night, uh, let me say this first. Um, I remember telling the young adults and they were all fun and they're all, you know, they'll, you know, teenagers and 20 somethings. And I told them about, you know, Barry and be you and all summer long. Every time we saw each other, be you be you, right? And it became the joke. And so it was so ingrained in our mind. And I felt like God was saying, Steve, I was the one that was using Barry. Because when God speaks to us, he often does it through other people. And so when God was, God was using Barry to tell me to be me, that was the first week of camp. The last week of camp, there was another camper there. And every time she'd see me, boy, <laughs> she would get this huge smile on her face and her hand shook a little bit and she would point it at me. And then she would, she would tap her counselor so her counselor would see and then she would just smile at me, a big old smile, and she'd say, be you, be you. Oh, it was the sweetest, most precious. <laughs> she made me smile every time she did it. And, and God used them because they would say it in a certain way that I needed to catch it. Because this summer was, I'm going to talk more about this on another podcast, but um, this summer was one of the easiest summers for me, even though I was away from home for six weeks. And, and uh, But I just was more content this summer. I was just more relaxed this summer. I was just more me. And Barry had a huge role to play with that. That lady camper at the end of the, had a big part to do with that. But Barry, particularly because of him, all summer long, we kept saying to each other, be you. And it wasn't like he was just, I, I thought that he was fighting me. Honestly, I felt like he was coming up against me and, and I know he had a mental disability, so I didn't take it too seriously or too personal or anything like that. But I'm just like, man, what did I do to make this guy mad? By the second or, or third night, man, I really, he was sitting in different spots, but he kept looking at me and, and he kept saying everything that I would say, you know, be you, love God, be you, no limits. And he would just sit back there and, and say, be you, no limits love God. I mean, and I realized that Barry wasn't fighting me. Barry was loving me in the language that Barry knew best. And, um, but it was so firm that first night. I felt like when God leaned up against me on that fire pit and said, be you, he was like putting his finger in my face and just saying, be you, be you. And then, then the, 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 the girl at the last week of camp, 
with a big old smile on her face, not so serious, not pointing at me saying, be you, but she was more like, be you in this smile, playful way. And I feel like that's what God wants to say to you. He knows your failures. He knows your weaknesses. But if he wanted you gone, you'd be gone already. He knows all the things that don't work about you, but he loves them as much as he loves the things that do work about you. So this weekend, we took time off to celebrate Labor Day. And if you had to work this weekend, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for working. Um, but you, 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 we give ourselves a break during Labor Day to not work and to really be lazy and just do things that we probably wouldn't do the rest of the year. Um, do the same thing with yourself. Cut yourself some slack. I'm my hardest critic. I'm harder on me than anybody else is. And I don't know why I get mad at other people for being hard on me. I'm harder on me than they are. I should be hard on myself for being hard on myself. And then there's a catch-22, right? I just keep going around in circles. But God loves you just the way you are. Strengths and weaknesses. He made you with holes that someone else can fill. And he made you with extra so you could help fill other people's holes. Like a puzzle. And man, God loves you the way you are. So love yourself. Let me play Barry for you for a second. Be you. Be you. I mean it. Be you. And let me play that. I wish I could remember her name, but that, that, that camper with a big old smile on my face. I'm like, hey, be you. <laughs> Whatever you need, whichever camper you need, take that. But they're the same words. Be you. Celebrate you. You are worth it. You do blow it. You do mess up. That doesn't mean you're not amazing. That doesn't mean you're not incredible. That doesn't mean you're not awesome. You are. Believe that and celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. You don't even have to go out and buy you something new. All you have to do is pat yourself on the back. Cut yourself some slack. Boy, it sounds like a bad Dr. Seuss book, doesn't it? Pat yourself on the back. Cut yourself some slack. But seriously, be who you are and celebrate that person because I think you're amazing. But more importantly than that, the God of the universe, the one who made you, thinks you're amazing. So much so that he gave his life for you so that you could be happy because in his presence is fullness of happy. In fact, why not try this? Ask God right now what he thinks about you and just wait for a thought, an image, a feeling, something to come to you. And you'll get something warm. You'll get something cool. If it's like, oh, I think you're a loser. I can't stand you. That's not how God speaks to us. He speaks to us like a good parent would want to speak to their kids. Like when I'm on my best day, God's a perfect father. I'm not. So I, I say a lot of negative things to my family, I, things I wish I could take back. But I also say a lot of positive things. But when I'm at my best, how I want to respond to my kids, that's how God sees you. You're his child. He made you. He loves you. So be you celebrate you happy you day make someone happy make just one someone happy and you will be happy too Hey,